Year after year after year, I hear people tell me that they do not want to pay large subscription fees or for memberships to be able to get access to content related to safety. So me and my friends here at Safety FM have come up with an idea called Safety FM Plus. This is a video streaming service that allows you to have some downloadable document content available readily wherever you are. You can go to the website safetyfmplus.com or go to the Apple Store app and download it for your iPhone, iPad, or even Apple TV. It's also available on Android and Android TV, Roku, and Fire TV. We want to be wherever you are. So to get you started, you can come to the website or download the apps as we just discussed. The other great portion about this is that if you sign up right now at safetyfmplus.com, you will get a downloadable version of Simple Revolutionary Acts, the first book by Dr. Todd Conklin as part of your membership to get into this. So go right now to safetyfmplus.com to find out more information. That is safetyfmplus.com. This, this, this show is brought to you by Safety FM. The following program is rated MALSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, and violence. It is intended only for mature audiences. Finally, show with the balls to call it like it is. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Countdown to audio torture. The Rated R Safety Show starts in 3, 2, 1. Ah, let the eardrum pain begin. Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Well, welcome to another glorious edition of the Rated R Safety Show. Today's Monday, December the 14th of 2020, day 349 of the year, and only, well, 17 days remaining before it's all set and over with. Anyways, how are you? Hopefully everything's off to a grand start on this lovely, lovely Monday. Oh, yes, hopefully you had a fantastic weekend as you get prepared for the holiday season. Yeah, you know all about that stuff. You know, the stuff that we talk about year in, year out in regards to what is going on and, you know, all that kind of fun stuff. You know, that we prepare for the, what is it, Christ's birthday and then we give gifts to other people. Yeah, something like that. Anyway, so hopefully everything is good and grand. We are coming to you live from the Safety FM studios in Orlando, Florida. You know, that house of the mouse where there's quite a universe of a side of the sea inside of the bush of the gardens of wherever the hell you might want to be inside of the electrical stars of the Lego of the lands, you know, all that kind of fun stuff. Anyway, so I don't know. Hopefully everything is good. I don't know what the hell is going on this week, you know, for the most part. I know next week is always the interesting one because it's like people kind of come and hang out. People come and kind of not hang out because it just depends on what's going on. It's the weird week because then it's like the week of Christmas and then you have the time in between Christmas and New Year's. And I don't know when I used to work at, you know, regular jobs, 
you know, regular jobs. I used to actually take that time off. We'll see what happens this year because that's always the the interesting stuff. But anyways, enough about that. Let's get into the important part. Start talking about the things that are going on inside of the world. And of course, let's start off with it being Monday on what was doing the hashtags over the weekend. So let's go from there. Sarah Fuller, hashtag Sarah Fuller, flooded social media on Saturday after the Vanderbilt kicker made history again as the first woman to score in a Power 5 college football game. So there you go. She was making the trends. Hashtag Charlie Pride was trending on Saturday following the news of his passing. The country music legend is widely considered the genre's first black superstar. Football fans tweeted out hashtag Army Navy game on Saturday as they shared who they were rooting for. And the Army shout out the Navy shut out the Navy 15 to zero at West point. The other hashtag making the sequences of events was hashtag happy birthday. Taylor Swift was trending on Sunday as fans tweeted out birthday wishes and greeting her as she turned 31. What really? She's 31. God, she doesn't look it. That's for sure. But then again, I'm just an old guy. So what the hell do I know? Um, so anyway, so that was what was trending over the weekend with the good and powerful stuff. As you know, so let's start talking about what our friends at Feature Story News will start talking about, because that's going to be all important. So let's get you into that side of the equation, and then we'll come back and do some more nonsense. Here is the news on the Rising Our Safety Show. From Feature Story News in London, I'm Ollie Barrett. Brexit talks continue in Brussels after UK and EU negotiators were told to go the extra mile to try and reach a trade deal. Sunday had been the deadline for a firm decision, but no new date has been set. Boris Johnson's warning a no-deal scenario is still the most likely outcome when the transition period ends on New Year's Eve. Former Liberal Democrat leader Lord Campbell says with the stakes so high, it's no surprise it's going down to the wire. They're both looking down the barrel of the gun here in the United Kingdom. We've got congestion at the ports. We've got supermarkets warning about shortages. The effect of tariffs on Welsh lamb and Welsh hill farmers. When you actually look at what the consequences might be, then I'm not at all surprised that people are saying, well, look, let's see just how far we can go in the available time. U.S. President Donald Trump has asked for vaccination plans for White House officials to be adjusted. Senior administration staffers were set to be among the first people in the U.S. to be offered the Pfizer-BioNTech jab. President Trump tweeted that he's asked they actually receive it somewhat later. South Korean President Moon Jae-in says the government may have no choice but to implement the toughest level of social distancing as COVID-19 infections spike. Cases have risen to record levels in South Korea in the recent days. Bruce Harrison reports from Seoul. President Moon said it's hard to imagine how bad the damage would be to the economy if the country moves to level three social distancing. But there are growing calls from health experts to put the scheme in place now. For the first time this year, South Korea recorded over 1,000 COVID-19 cases in a single day over the weekend. Under Level 3, meetings of more than 10 people are banned, classes would move online, and all sporting events would be cancelled. Seoul would also urge the public to avoid all non-essential activity, from dining outside the home to meeting family for the holidays. Hong Kong's civil servants have been given a month to sign a new oath of allegiance to the city or face potentially being sacked. The government says it's a basic responsibility for public servants. Critics say it's an attempt to stifle dissent. Richard Kimber reports from Hong Kong. 
Under the new government policy, all 180,000 of the city's civil servants are required to sign a declaration pledging their allegiance to the city and promising to uphold Hong Kong's mini-constitution, the Basic Law. The government says that refusing to sign will not be a criminal offence, but those who do refuse could be sacked or ordered to retire. The city's civil service minister says violating the oath will also not be treated as a criminal offence, but authorities would investigate each case to see if it warranted prosecution. Civil service unions say the rules are vague and are calling on the government for more clarity. Critics of the policy accuse the government of launching a crackdown on dissent within the civil service after thousands of public sector workers joined months of anti-government protests last year. Richard Kimber in Hong Kong. From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN. This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. So there you go. Level three lockdown going up inside of the box there. So who the hell knows what could be the next equation of all this kind of fun stuff. That's always fun and good to look at as we see inside of the box. Anyway, so a lot of interesting things going on inside of our world. So let's start talking about what is going on on this end of the world of what is going on inside of the world of news. So let's take it from the very top of the shit list. And there we go. A nine pound goldfish was found in South Carolina Lake. According to the to the county parks officials, the fish was discovered at Oak Grove Lake County, a hired lake specialist who was conducting a study on health of fish population. The specialist was electrofishing when he noticed the water dweller. Electrofishing merely stuns the fish and causes them to float to the surface, and they are not harmed in the process. Hold on. Hold on. How does that work? I just barely shocked you. I barely gave you the shocker, and, you know, you floated to the top, and everything's okay. Something tells me that just doesn't sound right. If somebody gets the yeah. shocker, you know, they're really normally in kind of some level of shock. It's not just, oh, I just barely floated away from it. You got the shocker, and you went very kind of, uh, I don't know, if you're kind of like deep into the water, and you get the shocker in some way, shape, or form, doesn't it kind of throw you off entirely? I don't know. That's what a friend of mine normally talks about. At least Michael Starr references it that way. Anyways, let's continue talking. A new study, a new study reports that Christmas tree-related injuries are on the rise, according to Lending Tree Insurance. Lending Tree has insurance. I just thought they were a loan place. Lending Tree Insurance comparison um, resource. Value penguin. One in five Americans have been injured while settling up while setting up their Christmas tree this year. The number is 122 percent higher than last year. Really? 122% higher than last year. The survey also found that 75% of respondents leave their Christmas tree lights on overnight, leaving them susceptible to a potential fire. Now, hold on. Now, when we talk that they're susceptible to an eventual fire, are we talking about the artificial tree or are we talking about the real thing? Now, I know that the real trees, based on what people say, they can tend to dry out. I think we've kind of seen that throughout the years, and we kind of know that. What do you think when you hear this, though? That's something to think about, of course. Now, I don't think that that's really a large case with the artificial tree. But then again, maybe we just do a recall on Christmas and don't put anything up. And, you know, in regards to decorations, let's just make sure we're clear. 
Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. A family was booted from a United Airlines flight after her two-year-old daughter refused to put on her face mask. Alice Orban dished an experience on Instagram stating that she... Her husband and their toddler were set to fly to Denver to uh, from Denver to Denmark. Or excuse me. Wow, not Denmark. Wow. Newark to Newark. Wow. This is what happens when you kind of glance and don't really pay a lot of attention. To Newark International Airport, and they were kicked off the flight just because the child would not wear their face covering. The experience was absolutely traumatizing, very humiliating too. Orban said during an appearance on Fox and Friends weekend on Sunday morning, I've never been so confused in my life. Orban also noted that the WHO advises that children under the age of five should not be required to wear a mask, but the United but United said they have their own mask policy, which includes children as young as two. Oh my. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's kind of an interesting one, that one. Okay. So, yes, I know the WHO has their own restrictions. I know United has their own. But let's talk about this for a really a brief moment there. Because here's the thing. As we talk about this, do you know how hard it is to get a kid to pe- keep on a toddler, a pair of sunglasses, a hat? Could you imagine trying to wrangle them with a mask? I just don't think it's going to happen. I mean, let's just be realistic about the whole thing. I mean, one might sit back and go, oh, yes, there's a possibility, a chance, whatever. I just don't think it's happening. I really don't. Um, I look at it and I go, it's kind of confusing on what you expect from a child to be able to pull that off. It was she in the right and the wrong. Who knows? I mean, yes, you're kind of under the rule set of whatever the company that you're interacting with is saying. Let's just be realistic. Uh, But it, it becomes an ordeal. I think that this is going to be something that will be interesting as we see more and more of. Last week, we had the conversation about the face shields and about how they're not as great as some of the people expected um, in regards of what they do, what they cover, and what they don't cover. But I don't know. A lot of stuff to think about, that's for sure, as we do think about this. But anyways, that's just something that we have to move on for, that's for sure. Uh, Let's continue talking Hitler's. Rumored pet alligator who passed away at the Moscow Zoo in May at the age of 84 will be will be stuffed for posterity and put on display at the city of Darwin Zoo. The gator named Saturn was born in Mississippi in 1936 and was gifted to the Berlin Zoo the same, that same year. He was, he was then held in Hitler's private collection of animals and discovered by the British soldier in Berlin after World War II and gifted to the Russians. A vet at the Moscow Zoo told the star that the gator was a legend, a legend of the zoo and had seen a lot of his has seen a lot of his lifetime. His taxidermy display will be the second birth of Saturn, the story of how Hitler's alligator became immortal. God, do I see some weird shit going on with that one. The story of the lifetime, the immortal Saturn alligator of Hitler. Boy, does that have a shitty ring to it. 
You are listening to something magical. <laughs> You're listening to the Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so let's talk about it. New York City's Fame 21 Club is going out of business. Open as the speakeasy during Prohibition. The 21, 21 Club survived the Great Depression, two world wars, and countless economic downturns, but couldn't outlast the coronavirus pandemic. Many movies and TV shows have filmed at the 21 Club, including The Sweet Smell of Success, Wall Street, and everybody's favorite, Sex in the City. The restaurant was celebrating its 19th birthday this year, so hard to hear that they're going out of business in that particular regards. Anyways, let me not get too far. I I have a feel-good story that I would love to share with you because I think that we need some feel-good, 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 and that's for sure. So maybe let's go into that direction, and we're going to go right inside of this little world right here. And then I am going to flip this screen, play this from the beginning, and enjoy it, and tell me what you think. Hey, you're probably wondering if this is real. My name is Dave Ramsey, and I'm the CEO of Ramsey Solutions. We provide biblically-based, common-sense education and empowerment that gives hope to everyone in every walk of life. When I started this company 30 years ago, my wife and I were on the heels of working our way out of a financial catastrophe. We know the pain firsthand of having creditors call at all hours and pester us. We know what it feels like to live paycheck to paycheck and to wonder how we're going to keep the lights on. We truly were borrowers that were slaves to the lenders. But we said never again to living in debt. We dug ourselves out and we lived like no one else so that now we can live and give like no one else. Eight, that debt keeps people like you in bondage. And this year has been one of the hardest years for some of you. People have struggled financially in ways they never have before. And that's why we wanted to take this opportunity to show the love of Jesus by taking on the debt of 8,000 people across the country, a total of $10 million of debt, and we are completely forgiving it. We bought it, and it's forgiven. That's right, we bought some of your medical or your car debt from a debt collection agency, and it's paid off. You may have received a phone call from one of our team members or a letter in the mail or an email and you may be thinking, is this a scam? Nope, not a scam. We've just been where you are. We know how it feels. This is real. Yes, it's real. If you haven't received your letter yet, you should get it in the next three to five weeks and you ought to keep it. That's all you'll need to have some proof that you've been forgiven of this debt along with instructions on how to contact the credit bureau and get it cleaned up. We hope this will be a jump start on your journey. I don't know. I don't know what happened with the video. One day, you can live and give like no one else. Merry Christmas. So there you go. What what a shocker there. That's for sure. That's that's good old Dave Ramsey that I talk about all the time on here. Uh, So yeah. So his company, as you can hear, went out and bought ten million dollars worth of debt to help people out that are struggling and actually paid it. I mean, essentially paid it off and said, Hey, you're forgiven. Good to go. 
run of the mill, run the earth, go do the things that you need to do. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that amazing that someone would be so invested in what they believe that they are doing, that they would be willing to take that step and do something along those lines? Interesting how those things work sometimes. Sometimes I wish some other organizations would put their money where their mouth is, but not everybody's willing to take those same things that he's willing to do. So there you go. More to share that this morning because I always think that that is important. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. You are listening to a radio god. What? This has to be an error. That host is not a radio god. Anyways, this is the Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Okay, so let's continue talking down the list of what exactly is going on. For several months, gold and silver jewelry, ornaments, and golden nuggets have been washing up on the shore of a small Venezuelan fishing village that has been devastated by COVID. Yo. Yo Man Lattice first discovered the gold medallions with an image of the Virgin Mary. He told the New York Times that he began to shake and cry from joy because it was the first time he experienced something so special. Since then, dozens of villagers have found items, mostly rings, on the beach. Most of the items found have been, have been sold up to $1,500 a piece. While no one knows where the jewelry is coming from, many noting that the legend of the Caribbean pirates and Christmas customs. So there you go. A lot of interesting stuff there. So how would you feel about that? All of a sudden you're hanging out on the beach and, well, bam, you see something along those lines. And, you know, money is hard at this time for a lot of people out there. And I think that that's something that sometimes we don't talk about. But there are people that are extreme, that are struggling severely out there. So can you imagine that life-changing event as you're hanging out at the beach? That's something to think about. Anyways, NASA has revealed the 18 astronauts who will train for the Artemis moon landing program. Half of the astronauts named the space flight experience with two currently at the International Space Station, Kate Rubbins and Victor Glover. The two astronauts were performed the first call female spacewalk last year, also made the cut was Christina Couch and Jessica Mir. The space agency is aiming for the moon landing by 2024, although the chances of that are slowly diminishing, especially with the upcoming change in administration. So there you go. A lot of interesting stuff going on there. The world of the space continues to blow all of our minds. Anyways, let's continue talking about what is exactly going on. So we've talked about it. Let's talk about it a little bit more. Shipments of the Pfizer vaccine are en route to their destinations. After official approval last week, the goal is to move 3 million doses sent out this week with healthcare workers and long-term care facility residents being the top priority. Federal officials noted that the first shipments were staggered with the vaccine. <laughs> Staggered with the vaccine arriving about 145 distribution centers today and additional 425 sites on Tuesday and the remaining 66 on Wednesday. The vaccine is being dealt out based on the state's adult population. Moderna COVID vaccine will be reviewed by the expert panel this week and it is expected to follow suit. So hold on. If it's going to the places where there's a lot of old people, hands down, hands down, Florida should be fully loaded by the end of the week. That's what I got to say about that. 
More sarcasm than a Mortal Kombat beatdown. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, a tower of human skulls dating back to the 15th century has been found near the Metropolitan Cathedral in New Mexico. In New Mexico. In Mexico City, the skulls of 119 men, women, children were discovered by the team of archaeologists and believed to be part of the Huey Trobisata, an arrangement meant to scare Spanish conquistadors when they captured in the city back in 1521. Mexican culture minister Alejandro Frausto told the the guardian the guardian that many of the individuals were warriors perhaps some of them captives dis, dis, oh my god destined for sacrificial ceremonies and they were all made um, sacred turned into gift for the gods of their personifications and deities themselves boy that was a hard one so there you go. A whole bunch of shitty skulls found. Oh, my God. People were freaking out. Didn't know what to do. And now we're moving on to the next story. <gasps> okay. One of the notorious Zodiac killer messages has been decoded. A letter sent to the San Francisco Chronicles in 1969 that cracked down by experts revealing the serial killer's mocking message. It reads the following. Let's go slow here. Hold on. Let's go slow and let's change it up just a second. It reads, I hope you find lots of fun in trying to catch me. I am not afraid of the gas chamber because it will send me to paradise all the sooner because I know I have enough slaves to work for me. There is a renewed hope that there are decoding might provide new clues to the Zodiac identity. The killer has been tied to at least 37 murders and many of them young couples in rural areas. So without the voice distinguisher here, let's do it in this fashion. Here's how it reads. I hope you have you. <laughs> let's try that again. I hope you are having lots of fun trying to catch me. I am not afraid of the gas chamber because it will send me to paradise all the sooner because I have enough slaves to work for me. Jeez, tell me that's not creepy. Oops, what did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. So let's go through it. Let's move around and talk about some other Things going on inside of the world of the news, and I think that it might be that time to discuss, you know, that other portion. Here is our main story on the Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so let's talk about it. A lot of stuff going on around the world, as we know, discuss all making the sequences of events. Over the weekend, having a lot of conversations, talking to some people, and here's what we were talking about, which was the fun part. And you kind of sit around and you think about a lot of these things that go on and happen inside of your workplace, inside of your life, inside of the things that have made you the person that you are today. All these scars that have caused you to be the person who you are. And it's interesting that sometimes when we're going through these struggles and these sufferings and all that fun stuff, it's not fun at the time, of course, we'd look at this and we struggle with them and go, how shitty some of these scenarios are, 
how crappy life can be, how mistreated I am in an organization, how mistreated things have been in my life. And, you know, some people will comment on these things out loud. Some people will, will, some people won't. Some people will not say anything at all. But think about this for a moment. Think about this journey that you've been through. Think about the scars that you have acquired during this time. Think about all these things that have happened to you. Now think about that person that you have become because of these. It's interesting as the time that you're going through them, they're just some of the probably sometimes some of the shittiest scenarios in life that one can think of. But when you take a look at the bigger picture and look back at them and go, wow, what have I become because of these? It becomes totally different. Because if you go into the equation, and I know this is going to sound a little harsh for some, but if you go into the equation and you take one thing away, how different does that make your life? If you take one thing away, how different does everything become for you? Like seriously, and let's be realistic. You have experienced some of the most difficult things in your life. You have experienced some things that have made you happy. You have experienced some things that you have not enjoyed. But think about that. If you take away one of these items, how different does your life become? And I think that sometimes when we're going through the struggle, it's very interesting on how that works. Because when you're going through the struggle, you don't want to hear that. It's not what your your reality is right now. And of course, one can turn around and start talking about 10,000 different other things as we do reference this. But I look at it and I go, is this value to you as we talk about it? Or do you go, this is just jibber jabber? Because think about it for a moment. One item, one small item changes everything. Just one. Let's say small item. Now let's say one large item. How different is the outcome of everything that you're going through right now? Think about that one event. Yeah, that one right there. That one right there on how it changed the way that you perceived everything, on the way you looked at everything, how these became part of your makeup. And not makeup like face makeup. I'm talking about the makeup of the person that you are. It was that one event that changed X outcome. And yes, sometimes they're not easy. Sometimes they're not the best, but man, does that change everything? And does it give you a different scope that you might've not had before? And as you look at this, you know more about yourself. You know what you're willing to do. You know, in some cases, the value that you bring to X scenario. You know, based on experience, what can occur. And it becomes very difficult for some having this conversation. Because there is some reality to what is going on. But it also, it is a change of environment for you. Think about that moment of aha. That aha moment that changed everything for you. How different did your life become because of it? How different did your life become because of these things occurring? Now, I mentioned this today because as I spoke to some of my friends, family, and acquaintances about this exact same subject, sometimes those difficulties can determine who you are. 
Sometimes it even destroys people. So it's all about what you take and do with it. And I know that sometimes in this particular segment, it's extremely difficult. Now, I want you to think about the job that you have. I want you to think about at one particular portion in your career, something happened that changed your mindset. It could be about corporate. It could be about the field. It could be about how you look at operations. It could be about how you look at safety. It could be about 10,000 different things we could probably mention here. But as you look at it, that one event changed everything for you. It might have put you on a different career trajectory. It might have given you the aha moment that it was time to move on and do X. And that's the conversation that sometimes people want to have and sometimes people don't want to have. And that's the thing. What is that one event that changed everything for you? Because you know something, there was definitely one of those. You just need to tell me when it occurred. Oops, what did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. I'm a trial lawyer. I'm not part of your family and I don't do skits with my mom. I'm a real lawyer, a damn good lawyer, the best lawyer this state has to offer. And I've built a reputation for standing up for the people of this country, righting the wrongs. You may not agree with all of my views, but when it comes to trying cases, there's only one view, justice. And justice is what I get. Figer Law. That's why we're unstoppable. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the home of Real Safety Talk. You are listening to Safety FM. We'll be right back. Welcome to Safety FM's virtual class. Oopsies. Oopsies. I think that was the wrong clip, my friends. What? It was the wrong clip? Yes, it was. Play the right one. Register today oh, for that was the me. virtual 2021 Hop Summit on January the 12th through the 14th, 2021. It will feature experts, thought leaders, and safety and health professionals with significant experience deploying Hop. All focus on the theme from principles to practice. Go to hop.orchse.com. That's hop.orchse.com to register and explore the greater than 40 hours of content in nine different tracks that consist of hop deployment and case studies, hop integration and tools, HRO, resilience engineering, labor management perspective, leadership engagement, organizational learning, hop journey all, hop journey early, hop journey mature. Hashtag HOP Summit 2021 is presented by ORCHSE, an NSC workplace safety group in cooperation with numerous sponsors and organizations. For more information, please visit hop.orchse.com and watch for more information on social media and don't forget to tell them that Jay Allen sent you. There you go. 
Be Free With Me by Scene and Frank Moody and Chez. Yeah, rated our safety show. Yeah, be free. There you go, baby. You know how it goes. You just need to be free. Yeah, whatever that means. Anyways, let's get back into some of the world of the news and going on inside of the world and all that kind of fun stuff. So let's talk real quick about what is going on. So let me tell you about this real quick. iHeartRadio Jingle Ball 2020 will be on tonight on The CW. Performers include Billie Eilish, Doya Cat, Dua Lipa, Harry Styles, Louis Capaldi, Sam Smith, Sean Mendes, and The Weeknd. So if you're interested in actually watching that, that's available tonight on The CW. So there you go. Just wanted to share that with you. Some music notes real quick. Dua Lipa, she and Demi Lovato, Jay Balvin, and Matthew McConaughey will be helping fans ring in the 2021 virtually as part of a series of YouTube specials. Hello 2021 will feature five different shows for viewers in the Americas, the UK, South Korea, Japan, and India, where fans will be treated to speeches, musical performances, and the dance party from big names that stars as they count down the new year. So there you go. If you're interested in that. Uh, so there, there's that. There's that. Let me give you some Crystal Cordell news real quick. Yeah. Former singer to the um, uh, 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 um, Soundgarden. So here we go. Chris Cornell and his estate has released what has been called his last ever album. No one sings like you anymore is a 10 song collection of covers of songs by the likes of John Lennon. Prince and Guns N' Roses. His widow, Vicky, calls the release bittersweet because he should have been here to put it out himself, but she hopes it helps lift everyone's spirit during the pandemic. So there you go. That is the last and final album by Chris Cornell. Anyways, let's continue going on real quick. Sammy Hagar and The Circle have announced their new album, Lockdown 2020, will be released on January the 8th. It was recorded remotely during the band's lockdown sessions, a series of covers, plus an original you know, original called Funky Feng Chui. Yeah, I don't know. I don't make the shit up. Uh, that's the group began releasing in March amid quarantine. They're previewing taking take on David Bowie's Heroes. And, of course, you can find that readily available online if you care so much to do so. So there you go. Some news inside of the world of music. I will tell you, I have heard the Patient song um, that Chris Cornell put out that is a cover of Guns N' Roses. Number one. The first time that I heard the song, I did not know it was Patience by Guns N' Roses. And I am very familiar with Guns N' Roses. But I was kind of surprised on the different twists that he took with it. And it does not start off with whistling. So let's just go with that. Anyways, let's go into some news and talk a little bit more. So much for free shipping. Here you go. New York New York City is considering a law that would require residents to pay a $3 surcharge on package ordered online. Assembly Assemblyman Robert Carroll, who proposed the bill, says the online shopping fee would raise more than $1 billion a year to fund the operation cost of buses and subways. The bill points out that the surcharge, which would provide exceptions for deliveries such as medicine and food, would support small businesses and encourage consumers and the Amazons of the world to more regularly 
consolidate multiple items into a single package for delivery. What about deliveries from small local businesses? How would that work? So I'd be considered a good idea to not to order toothpaste one day and deodorant, deodorant the next, I guess is what they're saying here. It's a, a, dial, a, bo- a dial a bottle still a thing. Asking for a friend has um, has the same name as me. You know, just that's, that's, that's the case. But let's think about that for a moment. So I could order an array of shit, that's for sure. And then as long as I slung some food in there, we're going to be okay, is essentially what you're telling me, is what it sounds like. So what do you think about a $3 surcharge? So here's the thing. As you know, and I know, a lot of times as New York goes in California, a lot of those things happen to the rest of the country. How would you feel that all of a sudden for, you know, Amazon Prime, where you get free shipping or expedited shipping, all of a sudden you're getting a charge on top of that? For your shipping would change a lot of the things, wouldn't it? Anyways, let's continue. How this work out for you? How does this work out for you? Let's talk about that. Okay. Is it going to be uh, tough to hear, but let's go through it anyway. But if you're interested in exercising to lose weight, you're going to have to work out for out about 300 minutes a week. That's not a joke. According to a study, University of Kentucky researchers looked at 44 overweight Sedentary participants between the ages of 19 and 49, the participants did a 12-week exercise program. One group was assigned exercise six days a week for about an hour. Another group was exercised twice a week, and the final group maintained its typical inactive routine while both exercise groups lost weight, a small amount of weight, be it that. The frequent exercisers lost significant more body fat. The research determined that while the amount of exercise increases your appetite by exercising for 300 minutes, five hours a week, you'd burn enough calories to offset the typical post-workout snacks. Yeah, great, thanks. Could you remind me this in January? Because I think that's going to be important. And I think that this is one of the studies that where I'd be better off just to be in control of the group. I think that that would probably be better for you. And does that 300 minutes include flexing in the mirror um, and then checking messages and posting um, Instagram selfies? Because I will tell you, there is most posting bullshit of me exercising and flicking and you know doing the muscle thing because there is no such thing as doing a workout if i did not post it on social media oops what did he just say we at safety fm don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests now back to real safety talk on safety fm okay air leak air leak air leak flight flight cabin Crew in China are being advised to wear diapers to reduce the chance of catching COVID-19. Yeah, you did hear me correctly there. Let's continue. The Civil Aviation Administration of China has made a recommendation for crew flying to high-risk destinations that it updated its guidelines, which also asked cabin crew to avoid using the lavatory unless it's special circumstances to reduce the risk of infection. Other PPE recommendations include wearing protective masks, double layer of disposable medical rubber gloves, goggles, disposable caps, disposable protective clothing, and disposable shoe covers, as well as well as cording off the three rows of the plane that are near the emergency area for quarantine. All that while you're wearing a diaper. Yeah, I guess it depends on your circumstance. For COVID. Or the flight attendant who's overfilled who overfilled their diapers, then I guess that's a special circumstance. 
That brings a new meaning to the phrase, they changed the flight crew during refueling. Think about that for a moment. And just like that, every guy Stewart's fantasy has been put on ice until the pandemic is over. Think about that for a second. Don't shoot the messenger. I just tell you the messages as they come about. Safety in a way never heard of before. The Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Okay, so let me give you the top Google searches worldwide in 2020. IPL was at number five, Indian Premier League. At number four was Zoom. At number three, Kobe Bryant. At number two, election results. And at number one was coronavirus. The top five people searches were number five, Ty Hanks. Number four, Kamala Harris. And number three, Boris Johnson. Number two, Kim Jong-un. And at number one, Joe Biden. Top TV searches for 2020. At number five, The Umbrella Academy. Number four, Cobra Kai. Number three, Money Heist. At number two, Big Brother Brazil. At number one, Tiger King. Did you did you really think it was going to be anything else? Here you go. Top five re- research lyrics. Top five search lyrics. At number five. Dynamite BTS. At number four, Skechers by Drip Report. At number three, Gooba by 6ix9ine. At number two, Savage Love by Jason Derulo. And what do you think the number one search lyrics were for 2020? Do I really even have to tell you? Because I think you already know. It consists of three little letters. You know, probably the most popular song, at least most popular song about things talked about. And that was WAP featuring Cardi or with by Cardi B featuring Megan the Stallion. So there you go. So let's go into the did you know section. Did you know? Let's talk about did you know the 1980s with its crimps, perms and teases have been named the decade with the most iconic hairstyle. According to one poll survey of women, respondents were also asked to pinpoint the most iconic hairstyles of all time. Farrah Fawcett's feathered locks reigned supreme while the next was Shirley Temple's curls, followed by Marilyn Monroe's platinum blonde hair. Oh, I got to love that one. And Jennifer Aniston's The Rachel from Friends. The average woman was found to have experienced four completely botched hairstyles over years, but nearly eight in 10 say that they have come to appreciate and love the hair, their hair, thanks to their time in COVID-19 quarantine. I would love to hear that. I mean, that's, I think that's a bunch of bullshit. I really do. They love their hair due to quarantine. I don't know how true that is. We are now video streaming the Rated R Safety Show. I don't know why our host has a face for radio. Rated R Safety Show. Listen to our host of the Rated R Safety Show. Self-implode on our airwaves only on Safety FM. Okay, so let's talk about some things that we don't like talking about. Quite a few to cover here. So let's talk about it real quick. Let's talk about it real quick. Um, Here we go. 
Carol Sutton has died. The actress known for her roles in Still Magnolias and Palms passed away on Friday due to COVID-19 complications. She was 76. Charlie Pride has died. The country music legend passed away on Saturday due to COVID complications. He was 86. Tommy Lister has died. The actor known for his role in Debo from the Friday films passed away last week in his home in California. The cause of his death has not been confirmed. If you're if you're familiar with WWE Hulk Hogan 80 area eras, he was known as Zeus during that time. Our thoughts and prayers are with all three families during this rough, rough time. That is for sure. Anyways, let's continue talking about what is going on and let's talk about the world of the swamp. So here we go. Don't shoot the messenger. This is the message. Reminder, when very fair and honest journalists couldn't cover any news about Hunter Biden in late October because of the source that mysterious hard drive found in Delaware couldn't be verified. Good times. Yeah, that time. That's all out the window now as NBC News reports that an email that shows 2017 Hunter Biden didn't accurately report $400,000 paid to him by the Ukraine energy company of Burisma. That's a big chunk of change for someone who says that they only netted $1.2 million in income to just leave, just to leave out. So there you go. It, it's own reporting. NBC News says that the emails was from a copy of one of Hunter Biden's hard drives from the owner of the computer repair shop in Delaware, which now is apparently has perfectly legitimate sources of information. Reps for Biden's campaign did not confirm whether or not Hunter eventually amended his tax returns, but didn't verify the email was legitimate either. So there you go. A lot of interesting stuff there. The Wall Street Journal is in hot water after comments mocked Jill Biden's use of the of her doctor title. Biden has a doctorate in education and famously taught full time while her husband served as VP. And the article points that the academic circles, many folks don't use honorific honorific to each of their own. But wait, the Biden campaign's press secretaries over the weekend demanded the newspaper remove the repugnant display of Cargerism and apologize to the good old doctor. Worth noting, though, remember when demanding retractions and calling the writers making political statements was threat to journalism, but put the lives of journalists in danger. And there was fundamentally a threat to our democratic core. Or are we doing that? Or did we stop doing that anymore? Who writes this? Who really writes this? Anyways, interesting stuff there inside of the box. Uh, what, do, what do we do with Peter? With Pete Buttigieg, both Buttigieg and Amy Klobuchar, Dorsey dropped out of the Democratic primaries earlier this year to rejoice Joe Biden on his way to victory. In if any deals were made to get Pete and Amy to drop out, they were not immediately clear. Other than CNN reporting that the mayor of small town Miss West Town is running for the Secretary of Transportation, CNN calls talks about the role fluid and ongoing so there you go some interesting stuff there if you're inside of that world of politics and care about all that good stuff anyways let's talk about the world of lottery no winner for friday night's mega million drawing tuesday's drawing will be for 291 million dollar jackpot or a 224.7 million dollar cash payout no winner for saturday night's powerball drawing either wednesday's drawing will be for 287 million dollars or 228 or sorry $222.8 million cash payout. So there you go. A lot of interesting stuff going on real quick. Let me give you the world of 
the box office. Yes, that is still a thing, believe it or not. At the number 10 mark, Wonder Woman, the re-release, made $189,000. At number 9, All My Life, $215,000, dropping from the number 4 spot from last week. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, $239,000. as is a re-release. At number 7, The Polar Express, $245,000. At number 6, The War with Grandpa, $267,000, dropping from the number 5 spot from the week before. How the Grinch Stole Christmas, $268,000 thousand dollars re-release now is that the other one's called the grinch the animated one okay freaky made three hundred fifteen thousand dollars down from the number three spot elf at number three at four hundred thousand dollars half brothers made four hundred and ninety thousand dollars and at the number one spot once again the crudes new age making three million dollars and staying at number one Listen at your own risk. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so let's continue talking about the world of safety and the news. So, of course, you might have heard last week, Disney had a lot of stuff talking about what was going on with their Disney Plus. But they made an announcement that made a lot of people go all cray-cray, cray-cray. Chris Evans will voice Buzz Lightyear in an all-new animated film called Lightyear. It's set to hit the theaters in June of 2022. The story centers around the original Buzz Lightyear who inspired the toy that was featured in Toy Story films. People are losing it that Tim Allen is not coming to voice over. We will see what is going to actually happen over the next little bit. Anyways, let's talk a little bit about some more, about some what's going on inside of the news with some celebrities. Let me talk about this real quick. Eddie Van Halen has reached his final resting place. The late rock star body was cremated 22 days after his passing, according to Eddie's death certificate, and the ashes delivered to his son, Wolfgang Van Halen. Sources all tell TMZ, that Eddie's final wish was for his ashes to be put into the Pacific Ocean over the coast of Malibu, which Wolfgang will honor. As previously reported, Eddie passed away at 65 years of age on October the 6th, following his long battle with cancer. So there you go. That is what's going on inside of the news. You know, I was reading a few days ago, or shortly after he passed away, that there was a conversation and a lot of people, you know, they're talking about it now. And this was definitely something that Wolfgang, Eddie Van Halen's son, talked about. That they were t- in talks about doing, meaning Van Halen, was in talks of doing a major tour that was going to feature all three lead singers from Van Halen as this massive tour would have occurred. So that would have been something to see. Of course, that's not going to be something that's going to happen now with the original lineup or the corresponding singers that came afterwards. But, man, that would have been one hell of a show. That's for sure, if you want to think about it in that equation. Anyways, let's talk about the world of BS, and let's talk about some whack facts about what is going on over there. So here we go. Here we go. Here we go. And and the average film male actors utter 10 times as many profanities as female actresses. Think about that for a moment. Every second, 10,000 chemical reactions occur in your brain. Disposable diapers are five times more likely to cause diaper rash than cotton ones. Princess Diana's favorite band was Duran Duran. The Statue of Liberty's waist size is 35 feet. And Google's original original name was Backrub. 
Not a joke. That is all serious. Anyways, let's talk about some weird things. If you need something to brag about today, maybe you could try some of these. This is something you could brag about if you wanted to. These are very unusual to brag about, but you could. Taking the longest nap ever. Getting fired. Surviving Y2K. Being in the friend zone. Turning oxygen into carbon dioxide. Using the toilet paper backwards. Being the most amazingly humble person like no one, literally no one is more humble. Having four nipples. High score at your local golf club. Knowing all the words to the song Tequila. There you go. If you need some things to brag about today. Anyways, let's talk about some BS. BS, BS. Authorities in Georgia are looking for a man who stabbed a Dunkin' Donuts employee for not having his the flavor he wanted. This is not a joke. Cops rushed to the scene as soon as they heard that the word donut was involved. Michael Bay will direct an action thriller ambulance with Jake Gyllenhaal assigned to star. Although Bay plans to shoot the ambulance in early 2021, it already sucks. A once-in-a-lifetime event will take place on December the 21st when Jupiter and Saturn reunite after 800 years to form a rare Christmas star. Though, to be fair, if you'll spend your Monday night sitting alone in the field eagerly clutching a four-foot telescope, you probably didn't have too much to do in your life to begin with. Just something to think about. The Backstreet Boys just got their star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame Coincidentally, it's located the same side of the street that their their careers sleep on. Steve Buscemi turned 63 yesterday. He tried to eat the whole birthday cake, but couldn't finish it because his eyes because his eyes are literally bigger than his stomach. Oops! What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, so let's talk about some trivia that you might be able to use today if you need to do so. The French word for Noel is often used around Christmas. What was the original meaning in Latin? Birth, gift, tree, or leon? The correct answer? Birth. Which is not the name of Santa Claus somewhere in the world? Papa Noel, Father North, Grandfather Frost, and Jolupuki. Correct answer, Father North. He's known as Papa Noel in Peru and Brazil, Grandfather Frost in Russia, and Jokoluki, whatever the hell, in Finland. So there you go. Which tradition Christmas carol is actually set in December 26th? Jingle Bells, Good Kings, We Three Kings, The Twelve Days of Christmas. Correct answer, Good Kings. What on the Feast of Stephen refers to St. Stephen's Day observed on the 26th. So there you go. There's some news for you right there. Anyways, let's talk about some other stuff going on inside of the world real quick before we get you moving and grooving. If we wanted to take a look back at something that occurred on this day, back in 2019, the Bel Air Mansion that was featured in the 1960 series, the Beverly Hill Beverly Hill Hillbillies, sells for $150 million, making it the most, making it California's most expensive property, the 25,000 square foot residence was scooped up by mr murdoch son of rupert murdoch so there you go 
You want to know about some birthdays for today? Let me give you some of those. Uh, Vanessa Hutchinson turns 32 today. And Natasha McCohen. Natasha McCohen turns 51. There you go. That's some interesting stuff there. Also, if you're struggling at this particular time of the year at any point, and you're thinking about signs of depression or suicide, you can contact my friends, the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. If you want to go to their website at suicidepreventionlifeline.org, that is suicidepreventionlifeline.org. They have a chat box readily available for you right there that you can go into, type away, and have some information about what is going on there. So there you go. Suicide Prevention Lifeline. If you're interested in about more information and what exactly is going on inside of that scenario, 1-800-273-TALK, 1-800-273-TALK. So there you go. A lot of info going on right there. Let me get you to the end right here. Here you go. If you need a joke for today, a perfect metaphor for my life would be someone's trying to stand up in a hammock. If you need a phone starter for the day, the next time you answer the phone, try this one. What did you really, really want for Christmas when you were a kid but never got? And then if you need a question to use at the water cooler today, here you go. 37% admit that we had to replace gifts were purchased because of this. What is it? They ate it or drank it. Yeah, that's pretty a little bit more common than what you think there. So anyways, thank you for listening to the Rated R Safety Show. I always appreciate you coming out, hanging out, doing the stuff that we do here. Always all kinds of fun stuff. Anyways, if you've not come out and taken a look at our new platform, Safety FM Plus, come take a look at it. I think you might enjoy what we have to offer there. Right now, we are having a contest for a lifetime membership that we'll be giving away on Friday at 7.30 a.m. during this show. For you to win a lifetime membership to Safety FM Plus, go to safetyfm.com forward slash contest for your opportunity to enter into our little contest. Anyways, thank you for always being the best part of Safety FM. And that is the listener. Safety FM is the home of real safety talk. You've been listening to the Rated R Safety Show. I know who you are. You know who I am. Love you, mean it, and goodbye. Duh. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.